I'm Mary Kinsella, host of Her Engineering Career Podcast, helping women engineers like you confidently command greater influence and impact. Hello, everyone. Welcome and welcome back to Her Engineering Career Podcast. Confidence is a familiar topic that you keep coming back to as you navigate your engineering career. Lack of confidence impedes your progress, and even those who have higher levels of confidence are continuously looking for ways to build it or maintain it. This is episode 52, and you can find the show notes at herengineeringcareer.com slash 52. Today, we'll explore three areas to give you more insights on confidence and how to continue building it. These are speaking up, your inner wisdom, and aspiration. I recently heard Dr. Joan Rosenberg interviewed by Dr. Mark Hyman on his podcast, The Doctor's Pharmacy. The two of them had a great conversation about Dr. Rosenberg's book, 90 Seconds to a Life You Love, How to Master Your Difficult Feelings to Cultivate Lasting Confidence resilience, and authenticity. In her book, she describes how to deal with eight common unpleasant feelings, which are anger, disappointment, sadness, shame, embarrassment, helplessness, frustration, and vulnerability. And she had some great insights about confidence that I want to share with you. You often think about confidence as related to courage. You garner courage to do something, and you build confidence by doing it. On the topic of speaking up, Rosenberg says that you don't build confidence first and then speak. You speak first, and then confidence builds. When you speak, confidence builds as a result. But she says, The inability to speak up is not a speaking problem. It's a fear of facing the unpleasant emotions involved, of facing the feelings that arise as a result, and that includes your own feelings and the feelings of the person you're speaking to. This is so true. I can think of many times in the workplace when I refrained from offering an idea or my opinion for fear of how others would react, how they would feel, and in the end, how I would feel. I wasn't willing to handle the discomfort of that unpleasant feeling. How many times has this kept you from speaking your truth? The solution is not to keep yourself from speaking up, of course but to learn how to process those unpleasant emotions. So if they do occur, when they do occur, you can handle them. Rosenberg refers to it as riding the wave. When a feeling gets activated, a flow of biochemicals rushes in, causing some physical sensations, and rushes back out, all in about 90 seconds. You could choose to be aware of that feeling rather than avoid it to observe it in a detached way rather than buying into it. 
just noticing your thoughts and feelings go by does you no harm. It's uncomfortable for about 90 seconds, maybe a couple 90-second cycles, but it doesn't do you any harm, and then it's gone. Whereas avoiding the feeling causes more problems. As Rosenberg says, confidence is the deep sense that you can handle the emotional outcome of whatever you face or whatever you pursue. Avoiding difficult feelings gets in the way of confidence, happiness, authenticity, and success. Now, confidence also means that your inner wisdom is louder than your inner critic. Your inner critic, I'm sure you're aware, is a primary source of self-doubt. Tara Moore, in her book, Playing Big, describes the role of the inner critic and how to work with it. Everyone has an inner critic, right? Even confident people do. They just know how to handle it. The cost of self-doubt caused by your inner critic is sizable and really kind of disheartening. Thoughts are withheld. Ideas aren't shared. Relationships aren't built. Questions aren't raised. All because of self-doubt. Projects and businesses aren't launched. And opportunities that would bring joy and fulfillment are sacrificed. Moore says your inner critic should sometimes be heeded because it does serve a purpose, but most of us listen to it far too much. Most of us embrace too much irrational criticism at the cost of realistic thinking. Self-doubt is destructive, but your inner critic is manageable and you can learn how to manage it. Opposite your inner critic you also have inner wisdom. Practice listening to that voice more than your inner critic. You can tap your inner mentor, who, according to Moore, is a future version of yourself, and follow her inner wisdom. Letting that voice dominate your inner critic is part of building confidence. In his book, Resilient, Rick Hansen refers to the two voices as nurturing and critical, one that lifts up and one that weighs down. And again, for most people, the critic goes way overboard. Hansen suggests that you notice it, observe it, and label it as self-criticism. Step back to stop reinforcing it and to separate yourself from it. You are not your inner critic. Your inner nurturer is an ally, protective and encouraging. When your critic gets going, your inner nurturer is another source you can call on, another source of confidence and resilience. Now let's talk about how aspiration builds confidence in your engineering career. To aspire is to reach for and achieve results that are important to you. Aspiration is hindered when fear of the outcome gets in the way. Here are three lessons in aspiration, also from Hansen's book, that build confidence. One, identify sources of fear and get curious about them. If fear is preventing you from pursuing your goal, look into it. Events may not turn out as you expect, but realize that you have the resources to manage that. Rather than focusing on the worst, ask, 
What's the best that could happen? Two, aspire without attachment. This means pursue your ambitions and be at peace with what happens. If you're not attached to the outcome, you're open to the experience. There are benefits from fulfilling your dream, of course, and there are benefits from simply pursuing it, whether or not it's entirely fulfilled. Three, let aspiration carry you along. Instead of pushing and struggling to reach your goal, which is exhausting, let your aspiration pull you. Surrendering to it is more comfortable and sustainable. Think of your aspiration as already aligned with you, lifting and energizing and carrying you along. I often find myself helping clients with confidence. It's a common issue and shows up for different people in different ways. I hope these insights help you build your confidence. I also invite you to explore my signature program, a comprehensive approach addressing confidence or whatever is holding you back in your engineering career. Go to herengineeringcareer.com and click on Work with Mary. Fill out an application today and we can schedule a discovery call. Next time on Her Engineering Career Podcast, we'll explore the power of thoughts and words and how they impact your career. Be sure to join me for Episode 53. Thanks for listening. That's our show for this week. Please help other women engineers by sharing this podcast on social media, rate it five stars, and give it a nice review.